0: Our most loving, very gracious Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the wonderful testimony shared by our sister. Father, we thank you that he is always watching over your children. It is you who protects us. Every moment when we go out and when we come in, your presence is there with us. We give all glory, all honor. All praises unto you because they are belongs to you. We also, Lord, pray for the brother, Lord who passed away last night, the colleague of our brother Michael. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Since we do not know him, but we know that you know him. Father, even though he passed away from this earth, Father, we pray for the family. Comfort them with your word. Let them hear your word. Let them know the truth. Let the truth set them free. In Jesus' precious name we pray. We thank God for His blessings and how He is leading us. Today we have so many activities. But God is so gracious. Amen? Amen? In these days, this season, we do not know what to say about this season. There are dedications. there are sent forth, and at the same time, we are also hearing the word about and studying the book of Revelation, and the last two months we heard a sermon from the church from the whole book of Revelation, and this month and last month we are studying the book of Revelation, our castles, and all these things. Remains this and it emphasizes about one thing that is what the coming of the Lord is near. Amen. The coming of the Lord is near. And when you look at Matthew 4, 4 24, there are many things. When you look at the around the world, what you see, what you hear. All these things are reminders about the fulfillment of God's promises. So there are things like wars and rumors of wars, and we are also having uh, uh, the, the diseases, pestilence, earthquakes, and so on, geographically, historically, scientifically so many things happening around the world but in the midst of all God is keeping us in this land in this world God has given us the life God has given us shown us his abundance of grace but these are all for what? let us turn to our Bible to First Peter chapter 4 From verses 7 to 11. But at the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracle of God. If anyone ministers, Let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. And also turn to Luke 12. In Luke 12, when you look at from 35 to 43, Jesus Christ was saying about the faithful servant and the evil servant. So what I want to say in this, just instead of reading the whole scripture, few verses I will read. Verse 37. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching Assuredly, I say to you that he will guard himself and have them sit down to eat eat, and will come and serve them. And also, verse 40, therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Verse 42, and the Lord said, who then is the faithful and wise steward whom his master will make ruler over his household to give them their portion of food in due season 43 blessed is the servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes what it means it by the grace of god we are all saved. Amen? We are saved. Saved for what? Saved for what? We are not only his children. Always I used to think, once you accepted Jesus Christ in our, as our Lord and Savior, and became your kingdom person, or you are born again, or you are, became your spiritual child, you are a child to our living God because he is in spirit and he wants us to be as like him. Of course, he is holy and he wants us to be holy. We born into the kingdom of God. As we are born physically into the world and we are born again into the kingdom of God. So we became a ch- children of God. That is not the end. And the very purpose we all are sitting here is one purpose. You can say that we will glorify God. True. One purpose, we all work together and individually. One thing, that is to make heaven. True. And as I said, we all are expecting, or hearing, the the, the things of the world. What you see and what you hear, is all remains as of His coming. So that means, we are expected to keep ready ourselves. That's right. But what I saying, God has saved us to make it heaven. But, He has saved us to serve Him. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? God has saved us and made us His children to serve Him. If you say Amen to that, amen. serving Him is—it is not serving Him alone in heaven. There we will be served. That's what the promise says. Even the promise of this day, what it remains is. He is always just knocking. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. Where it is going to happen? It is not in heaven alone. Even on this earth. God always knocking the door of your heart. When you open your heart, God will come in your life. And you can experience the presence of God in your life. What is expected? As the children of God, we are expected to sense and see the presence of God is with us all the days of our life, as long as we live on this earth itself. And we are all called and saved to serve Him, to work for Him. It is not someone who is working. Right now, Brother Michael has shared. He has missed to share the word to his colleague, he passed away. Who is responsible for that? So, let us understand very clearly. We are all saved to serve Him on this earth, so that God will save many more through us. Serving God is serving His people. Amen? So, in this passage what we read, from 1 Peter 4 to 11, here the Bible sounds a note of warning and motivation. The end is at hand. That's what it started with. The end is at hand. And because the end is near, there are some specific ways we should be living out the will of God. So the Peter gives here, and the readers of the Bible Some very practical instructions and how to end our time on this earth so that we are probably prepared and properly prepared ourselves for our eternal future. So we are all called for that. So it is called in short basic instruction before leaving the earth as what we heard. So what are the basic, there are four basic instructions Paul is bringing in the, in the, Peter is bringing in this portion. So God is concerned about our ministry. So what he concerns, and so Peter has written about such important subjects here, as being serious and watchful in our prayers, practicing hospitality, and above all things, sharing fervent love with one another. In other words, Peter turns his attention to a practical ministry within the body of Christ. So, within these verses, as we read, we find four specific instructions and one specific goal. What are these? In verse 7, what he says, but the end of Of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Be serious and watchful. Otherwise, be sensible and sober in your prayers. What does it mean? We should be, what we were all doing all these days. And what is expected from us? The warning, the commandment, or an instruction, whatever. However, you take it, the word of God reminds us: we should be serious, we should be sensible, and we should be watchful in our prayer life. So, as I said, there so many things and signs are happening around the world and reminds us of His coming. At the same time. We as a children of God became cold. Our prayer life became cold. We think prayer is an optional. We think prayer, sometimes prayer is as we, it is convenient you come. If it is convenient in all the way, you pray. So you take it as optional and you don't pay serious or think sensible, or watchful for about prayer in your personal life, or in your family life, or as a church. The Lord is going to come to the church. How do you take it? How do you live? Yesterday for intercession, see the sense of our church. I'm not condemning, because everyone has their practical reasons for not to come, but for those who are free just simply staying back at home for them it is a warning today what is that the end of all things is at hand be watchful be sensible the benefit of even when you think of the suffering when you if you are going through it keeps us focused on eternity. But, fortunately, as I say, Jesus said, Be ready. The Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. That was we read in Luke 12. So, God in his wisdom does not tell us the day of our death. Nor, we do know, the day, of Christ's return, to this world. Two things we do not know. We do not know about tomorrow, about our life. And we also do not know, when the Lord is coming. But, the Lord is coming. And He is not only coming, He is coming soon, at any time. The Bible urges, to live for Christ and be prepared for other events. The realization of our future reality has to be motivate every believer to make sure they have oil in their lamp. Here, Peter gives a wonderful prescription to help us to become ready for the end time or the end of our life. If we will adopt these guidelines... Definitely, according to His promises, we will be ready for Christ. So, these guidelines are to keep sound and sober in our prayers. So, do you believe that from today, since the remainder is coming again and again, we do not know when the Lord is coming. And uh, be clear our prayer is to be clear. Our prayer should be reasonable. Our prayer should be watchful and communion with our God. We have to prepare ourselves. We have to encourage another, one another and be ready for the Lord's coming. About prayer, there are many differences we may give. From your own experience, you have your own Definition, based on your own life. And uh, you may say or heard from others what the prayer means. It So, prayer is not something what others are having, but you think yourself, prayer is a fellowship with God. We should be very much eager and delighted and to fellowship with Him. The more you fellowship with Him, the more you know Him. The more you know Him, the more you know about yourself also. So, instead of knowing you by yourself, by fellowshipping with God, there is no need of going and asking someone, tell about what what is God's will for me. So, we have to be corrected. Okay, let's move on. Second one is, verse 8, chapter 4, first Peter, chapter 4, verse 8. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. Have an unfailing love for the church. Or, church means one another, just like us. We should have an unfailing love. In view of the Lord's certain return in victory and with the judgment, Christians are given the priority of life in verse 8. Above all, keep fervent in your love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. So, this is the second instruction. As a Christian... Or as a Christian says, unselfish love and concern for others should be exercised to the point of sacrificially living for the welfare of others. For, we ought to love each other deeply. and love, Peter teaches us, is the intensive that promotes Forgiveness, cleansing, and God's healing. Notice that such a love covers a multitude of sins. So our love towards our brethren should be unconditional, never-ending. And that, then only our love will cover. How it covers the multitude of sins? It does not mean we hide it. Hide the sin. No. The love will not hide it. That means it overcomes. We need to pray the Lord to help us to love and accept others unconditionally just as we were accepted by the Lord. As we need to build one another up. And for God's people, he holds us responsible for sharing his love with the lost world. It is called the Great Commission, what Jesus has said. To be effective, however, we will need to fulfill the great commandments to love God and love others. The love has to begin at home, at church, with you and me. That means, if we love one another, that will urge ourselves to go and share the love of God. It is not our love. We will, will be urged to go and share the good news about our Lord. Whatever we are blessed with, that has to be shared. What God has promised us as a spiritual blessing, basically, since we have become His children, the peace of God the love of God is in us. Do we have that? Do we have that? How much do you have? How much do you have? What is the promise of God for this year? What is the promise of God? Because of the abundance of His grace, we are all here. There are many things we can explain. Even last time, the last week, a pastor was saying, even to breathe, the oxygen is free in the air. We are taking it. But, when you fall fallen sick, how many thousands of real you have to pay for an hour, per day. But we get everything free. So, in that case, how many times, how many things, we have to thank God for that. So, when we receive all things free, we have to give them free as well. So if we love one another, even in the scripture, in this portion, I have seen many things. One another, one another. See, be hospitable one another. Be love, fervent love for one another. And the minister to one another. So it is, it shows that we are all, should be, we all should be intact doing one another. In the beginning of the service, I said, "When we worship, even though your worship is from your heart, it is, it is not one. It is, of course, unto the Lord, God, the glory, and it will bring blessings to others, those who are next to you. So, when we worship, even though it is from your heart, that will minister to others. So, in that way, always." We are not. We none of us are independent. None of us are independent. We are interdependent. That is why we have become a church. What is the church? Without you as a single, the church is not complete. It is a body. Christ is the head. So that is why the church is the group of people, those whom God called out from the darkness of the world and made them as the children of God for heaven. So in that case, we need each other. Very simple. So love each other. Serve one another. Minister to one another. That's what it is. Let's move on to the third. Verse 9. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. Without grumbling. Be hospitable, otherwise, be hospitable and uncomplaining. What is hospitable? This command requires us to go beyond being a nice and accommodating to others. The primary reason for hospitality is, not to entertain the guest, but to meet their needs. It is providing a guest a place to stay, food to eat, a listening ear for the conversation, a heart to express love and acceptance. It will go on. The So, when hospitable means just to entertain the guest, you have to provide, able to provide the need, to know first of all what is the need. And you have to provide them. Sometimes when we invite the guest, instead of hearing from them, we talk so much. We make a big lecture, hours together we make, even for a meal of a time, we spend Hours together to tell about so many things. But instead, we do not pay attention or spend time with them or give time to them to speak who they are, what they are, and what is their need. So that's why here, that is one thing. Another way, without grumbling. Why and how it happens? I, I, I have gone through so many experiences. People may get tired, suppose if a new person comes, you volunteer yourself to help him, to meet their needs. Sometimes the person may totally depend on you. So it is not one day, two days, or a week or month. it becomes months and years. So you become tired, how long you will be take care of that person. So they become totally so depend on you. That is one way it is wrong. So, if you spend all your days with one person, what about the others? So, the person has to understand and thank God for the time when he came new or when he is in need, his need was met and he has to develop himself or grow himself and find himself to stay. But at the same time, we, when it continues, We get angry. We get tired of it. Instead of love, opposite started. hatred. Oh, that became a headache. Even just to give the lift also. It happens. It happens. But, when we go and follow the guideline of God, when we always have the relationship with God, God will give us the grace, the patience, to und- wisdom, to understand whom and what you can do. It is God who bless you, God will guide you and to lead you to show the love of God to that person. So, the hospitality is to be extended without grumbling, without complaining, without murmuring. Why should we complain about having to help someone? Maybe it costs, as I said, it will cost you, it will become inconvenience to you, and uh, nobody says thanks to you, sometimes we expect how much I am doing. That person is not at all thanking me. Don't do something expecting from that person. You are rewarded by the Lord. When you do, do it in the name of the Lord and to the Lord. That is why I said, serving people is serving the Lord. So we have to learn. How do we do that? That's why the warning, the third warning, for the end time, what God is giving us be hospitable without complaining, without murmuring, or without grumbling. The same thing is mentioned in Philippians two fourteen also. Do all things without grumbling and complain because it will be a shining testimony to those who those people who live in a dark and crooked and a personal world. People turn away from the gospel because of the way Christians have grumbled and complained about each other and about having to help others. So there are many people come. So the church is known and we also can boast about and this is the loving church. This is the caring church I'm carrying and caring uh, and meeting the needs of the people. Good. I cannot say we are 100% perfect. We cannot say. From the pulpit I am telling you. Other, of course, the ushers are doing a wonderful job. Through the ushers, just... It is not by the preaching. I will tell you from here. It is not by the preaching. Just by the welcoming of the ushers on the gate, one person has accepted Christ. Do you know that? Just the very welcome of an usher at the gate made a person to know the love of God. And he, he is an unbeliever. He is a non-Christian. He is a very fundamental Hindu. Then he came to know that this is something different. The very love is from the gate, not from the full bit alone. So in that case, everything what you do you do unto the Lord. So the encouragement today is serve the Lord for the glory of God. Serving for God's glory. That's what the title of the portion it is ga- given. Serving for God's glory. Whatever you serve in the house of God or outside. You are an usher? Serve it for the glory of God. So the church has a weapon for many ministries for all of you to join. And there are qualifications that is there, but be prepared to serve the Lord. There are opportunities. Okay, be hospitable and uncomplaining. Fourthly, serve one another, or minister to one another. That is verse 4 and 11a. Sorry, 10 and 11a. What is this? As each has received a gift, minister it to one another, a good steward of a manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as a oracle of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as With the ability which God supplies. Ministering, serving. Everyone has given the gift. Do you have the gift? If you believe that you have the gift, say Amen. Amen. Can I see your hands? Those who have the gift. There are hands I could not see. That means you don't have the gift. The very gift what you have is you are here. The first thing. And there are many more gifts all of you have. What God says, that gift what God has given to you, it is not by your ability alone. It is not for yourself. That gift is to serve Him. That gift is to serve one another. So, you think from this day to from today, understand that. First of all, accept that you are given the gift. You believe? You accept it? You are given the gift? You are, all of you have shown your hands. God has seen your hands. Amen? And when the gift is given, it is not for yourself. It is for others as well. And one another in the body of Christ. So we have to serve Him. When He has a gift, don't hide it so that no one can see. Don't keep it within yourself. Serve with that gift for the glory of God. Let the name of the Lord be exalted and be edified one another. Minister to one another. See, some people, even the ministers, they. To, Jesus Christ has heard, said by Himself, "I have come to this world to serve you." So, how many of us, very much delighted to be the servant of God? Many people who like to be a minister of God, not as a servant of God. Jesus said, he did not say, I come to minister you. But here the word says, to serve one another. If I told a to minister, yes, you will minister. I'm not going in detail, but the, the lesson for us is, the, everyone has given the gift, that gift has to be used for the glory of God. Amen? And it is for one another. If you are not sure what God has called you to do, Get down on your knees and ask him to reveal it to you. And when he does, pour yourself unto the feet of the Lord, so that you will know what God will for you and what you are called for. Because of the time we will go for it. The last one, all things, number 411b. All things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Whatever I said it now. All four things, the principles, what I said it. Be sensible and sober or watchful in your prayers. Have an unfailing or fervent love for one another. Be hospitable without uh, grumbling or complaining. And... uh, serve one another. But all these things, in all these things, we should glorify our God. His name, it is not for our gain or our glory. It is not for somebody else. Whatever we do, let us do unto the Lord. Amen? Amen? Some people, when they come to the church, they may think that Expecting from the church what the church is doing for me, what the church can do for me. But they leave the church because they don't expect, they don't get what they expect. Some people come to the church as they are wanted to, of course, they were immediately they wanted to. Uh, join the, some of the ministries and they expecting the support from the church, in you know, financially or physically or so on. And even some people, they come to the church because of the Sunday school. Their children will be blessed. And some children, the people come here expecting that, okay, I leave my children in the Sunday school, I can worship the Lord freely here. But not, whatever you do it. That is not all those things are not our, it should not be our motive. Our motive should be, we come here. To worship God, to glorify Him. So, as the Bible says, let do everything unto the Lord. All things make God be glorified. In closing, let me conclude with our beginning thought. As the time is short, we don't have a long to put this instruction into practice. Jesus said in Luke twelve thirty-five to fourteen, "Blessed is the slave whom his master finds." so doing when it comes. The coming of the Lord is here. We should hurry up in doing. So in that case, do you need even more encouragement to get going? So your effort for the Lord's glory is not in vain. Your prayers makes a difference. Your love will not be overlooked. Your ministry, however, is humble. It may be, will be Whatever your love is, whatever you do it, you all, everything and you all will be rewarded. So we should live one thing, watchful, because Christ is coming. We prefer to meet Christ by continually growing in love and service for God and service for one another and don't grow very in well-doing. We can never do Too much for one who did so much for us. Whatever you think, none of the things are going to be greater than what God has done for us. That's what I can say. God has done for us so much. Whatever you do throughout your life, what you did and what you are going to do, none of the things are comparable to what we receive from Him. So, in that case, that will urge us to come forward, commit ourselves, take a challenge, make up your mind to serve Him and to glorify Him. Amen? So, keep your eyes on Good Shepherd and see the needs in His flock. Then move out to serve in love. But remember always, do it in His strength and for His glory. Shall we close our eyes? Look unto the Lord and prepare ourselves.
1: Just take, just take a moment to introspect on your own life. God has spoken to us this afternoon and He's given us some basic instructions. We have been saved to serve. Just look at your own life. Speak to God. What is the state of your prayer life? Are you serious and watchful? Or is it just a task to be completed? God has told us that we need to be fervent in love for one another. We need to be hospitable to one another. You have got gifts. Minister your gifts to one another. In everything that you do, let God be glorified. Just thank the Lord. Father, we just want to say thank you right now, Lord Father. And we pray, Lord, that in every situation in our lives, you take the glory, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for instructing us again today, Lord, of how we should be living on this earth. Father God, we do not take your words lightly, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord Father, for you have used our pastor to bring across to us, Lord Father, that which you have wanted us to hear this day, Lord. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that every one of us here, even as we receive your word, Lord Father, We will act upon it, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you have demonstrated to us, Lord Father, what love is, what hospitality is, and how to minister and how to serve. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we will look to you and we will do that which you have asked us. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now is the time to celebrate the Lord's table. So shall we turn to the First book of Corinthians, chapter 11, and let us read from verses 23 to 32. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. We come to the Lord's table in remembrance of Jesus Christ and what He did. The bread is symbolic of the body of Christ. When we eat the bread at the Lord's table, we do it in remembrance of the sinless body of Jesus that bore our sins On the cross The cup in the Lord's table Is the blood of the Lamb of God That was shed for our salvation We also come to the Lord's table With personal preparation And we will take a moment Because the Bible says Let a man examine himself So can we be in an attitude of prayer As we take a moment to consider these points Am I taking the Lord's table as a ritual? Am I taking the Lord's table lightly? Am I partaking of the Lord's table with bitterness in my heart? Am I partaking of the Lord's table with unconfessed sin? If you have answered yes to any of these, just confess to the Lord. And ask Him to forgive you. God's grace is freely available to all who ask. Let's take a moment. Father God, we just want to say thank you, Lord. That you died on that cross so that we could live. Yes, Father God, today we know that we are alive and we have a future because of what you did, Lord Father. But, Father God, even as we come in remembrance of what you have done for us, Lord Father, we do not take it lightly, Lord. Lord. We do not want to use it as a ritual that we do every month, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that if we have anything, any bitterness or any unconfessed sin in our hearts, Lord Father, I pray, Lord, that you will wash us clean. You will take away any form of guilt, any form of filth that may be there in us right now. And make us worthy to receive your body and blood, Lord Father. We do not want to feel your wrath, Lord Father. We want to feel your love and your grace. Father, be with every one of us as we walk up to this table, Lord Father. And Father God, even as we walk up, help us all to remember who you are to us and what you have done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord's table is for all those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his or her personal saviour and have obeyed him by going through the waters of baptism. If you haven't done this, please abstain from the Lord's table and please meditate on the word of God. Look at your own life and consider receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and saviour. For those partaking of the Lord's table today, The ushers will guide you as you come forward. Let's just remember the bread and the wine, and then let's come forward. Father God, we commit the elements into your hands, Lord. All that you have placed on this table, Lord Father, we pray, Lord, that you sanctify it. And as we take it, Lord Father, I pray, Lord, that it shall truly be your body and blood. We thank you for who you are, for what you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: of you.
3: Praise the Lord. Let's be on our feet as we close. Let's appreciate Jesus for what he has done in our lives today. Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name for your flesh, for your blood, and for your word that has come to us today with power and with fire. Blessed be your name in Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus there is something unique about the tenth month it's a month that things must work for you and me i want you to speak that word into this tenth month father everything must work according to divine order in my family in my home in my life in the name of jesus things must work for me in this land your favor must answer for me in this month Doors must open for me in this month My work with you must change level this month This month of October Shall be a month of lifting for me Shall be a month of breakthroughs for me Shall be a month of turnaround for me My relationship with you shall catch fresh fire I'm breaking foot on every side I'm making progress I'm going forward Things are working for me. Are you praying? Are you making that declaration? This is my month of testimony. No tragedy in my family. No harassment of the enemy around me. Everything is working for me. Everything is working for me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus mighty name. Everything is turning around in your favor this month of October. In the name of Jesus, it shall be an October to remember for good in your life, for good in your family, for good in the work of your hands. In the name of Jesus, the Lord shall open the treasure of his storehouse to you this month. No sickness is permitted in your family. No breakdown in your journeys In the name of Jesus I call you and your family preserved No accidents in your household From abroad there shall be favor for you From abroad there shall be good news From around there shall be favor Comprehensive favor Unlimited favor In the name of Jesus The Lord shall bless you beyond recognition the Lord shall bless you beyond imagination. In the name of Jesus. Finally, you are breaking forth on every side. In Jesus' name. Go in peace. Return with testimonies. Everyone traveling this week, you are covered with the blood of Jesus. As you take your rest this week, it shall be rest around God for you. In the name of Jesus. And I pray your long awaited good news is coming this week. Everyone believing God for the fruit of the womb, this month of October, the Lord shall remember you. Every of your family members under any weight of affliction, we agree as a church, they are set free today. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. You are covered with the blood of Jesus. No agenda of the evil one shall have a road into your house. In the name of Jesus. Peace is your portion. Thank you, Father. Every day of this month is a blessed day for us. From the 1st to the 31st, it shall be testimonies. It shall be liftings. It shall be breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus. Welcome to your month of turnaround. In Jesus' name. So shall it be. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's share the grace of fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit.